Welcome back to the Byland Podcast. My name is Emery. Thank you so much for being here and welcome to Better Backpacking. This podcast is all about helping you get better at backpacking and other outdoor activities. So if you're new here, that's what it's all about. This is episode 152 and my guest today is Katie O'Mara from Trail Magic. Now, Katie might actually be one of the coolest people I've ever met. Each time I do one of these, I ask myself, how in the world I'm able to even find so many genuine people to talk with? Because think that at some point the well would just run dry, but it never does. They just keep coming and coming and coming. And I just absolutely love it. So yeah, Katie is awesome. Her story and what she's doing with trail magic is awesome. She's as genuine as they come. And even after we were done recording this episode specifically, we stayed on the phone just to talk about things. I'm telling you right now that if there was ever one single brand that had its heart in the right place, it's probably trail magic. Maybe I'm just getting older and wiser or Maybe I'm just over the BS of people being fake or refusing to be who they are in this space, but I just desperately want people to be themselves. Anyone can learn to sling gear or create a fancy slogan or tell a perfect story, but not everyone can be real about what actually happens out there and how they feel about it. It's hard to be real because not everything is perfect all the time and it feels unsafe. So you feel this pressure to present it as if it were perfect because if it's not, then you're not the real deal. Well, I want real and I want relatable so that when something doesn't go perfectly out there, I know I'm not alone. I think there is a sweeping change coming to the outdoor space and people like Katie are on the leading edge of it. This episode is going to put a smile on your face and a hop in your step, I promise. If you enjoy the episode and what I'm doing here with Byland, please stay tuned after the show to learn how you can help out. And if you're new to backpacking and want to fast track your knowledge and skills, check out my beginner backpacking course in the show notes. It's called Learn How to Backpack, and it will shave literal years off the learning curve. All right, that's it. Please enjoy this episode with Katie from Trail Magic. Katie, welcome to the podcast. I am really excited to connect with you about trail magic and just get to know your background. And I think you just told me you're a registered dietitian. So yes. you're like the third dietitian that I have had on the podcast. Uh, I'm the third that I know personally. Actually, awesome. yeah. Well, second I've had on the podcast, third that I know in my personal life. So man, welcome, so, welcome uh, to the show and thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Emery. I'm so excited to be here. So- the reason why you're on the show is <clears throat> out of necessity, uh, my necessity, not only because you seem like an awesome person and what you have going on with Trail Magic is, seems really great. I have one sitting on the desk over here out of necessity because uh, I have a two and a half and a four and a half year old and we've been Perfect using a really, a really <laughs> amazing, we invested into this Deuter kid carrier and we're kind of outgrowing and but we're also in the stage of kids where you got to pick them up from time to time yes you know what i'm talking about like i feel like your product was made for people like me and my wife in this like limbo stage so do you i don't know what's a good way to introduce do you want to let's start with like who you are (laughs) and like trail magic and kind of like if that's jumping off point i'll let you take it away from here since you know trail magic yeah, I mean, I think the well, the biggest introduction to myself and my husband is we are 
uh, I don't just know my person as a business mm-hmm. owner. We are our person. We are our customer. Um, okay. I am happily married. Um, we've almost been married 10 years. He is the inventor, the engineer, the doer, the tinkerer. He's so creative and and he's a fixer. I'm kind of a make-doer. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah. well, we'll just... Um, and we're just like you. We have a three-year-old girl, Maeve, and then two boys who are five and seven, Kelly and Gus. Gus was our OG backpacker. He was our, our first son, and uh, we took him on many backpacking trips, but it was together solo. So there was two adults. But once our second one was born, my husband's like, well, I want to take Gus solo, and he did not want to use the Ergo soft strip wrap, wrap around because he's three and he hikes a lot. Okay. He was very, he has a lot of, he had a lot of endurance on his little legs. Um, so my husband went out backpacking, had to carry him. The gummy bears ran out, you know, all the things to help them get to the destination. And it was, um, at that time, Connor says, I was just thinking about all the ways that I could, I could, you know, utilize the comfiness of my Gregory, um, I, what is the Baltero mm-hmm. um, backpack, which he loved. He had it for 10 years at that point. Um, and yeah, and he had another backpacking trip six weeks later and he um, sourced the best material just for himself and mm-hmm. created it. And he hiked a part of the John Muir Trail with Gus and it was just game changer. And for three years, um, we use it just on our, on our own. And God kept putting on my heart, Kate, you need to share this. Mm-hmm. There are so many other people out there. And I didn't have a following on Instagram. I was not a, I wasn't in that. I just had my own little couple hundred um, friends on, on Instagram. So I didn't realize that there was all these adventure families out there. I had no idea yep. this world. And um, yeah. And so finally, uh, my dad's five-year anniversary from when he passed was coming up and a couple other people had passed away during that time. And I was just like, you know what, Jesus, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. You're putting on my heart. I'm going to live boldly and um, I'm going to share this. And we launched, um, or we had, we started two years ago, but we launched uh, a year and a half ago in June with a Kickstarter. And, and it's just history from there. <laughs> How did the, what was the reception of it? Like, because it's a, to describe it for anyone, it's a piece of fabric that you kind of like attach to. How do you describe it? Like, so yeah, it's, it's, we, it's ideally for the kiddos who can hike and walk, Mm. but they still need to be picked up at frequent times. Even if, even if it's a five-year-old who weighs 40 pounds and you might not ever need it, but just like, just in case, just in case. Or that three or four year old where they're like, man, they hike a lot, but they need breaks here and there. Or that mm-hmm. two year old that's like, man, they're up and down, up and down all the time. And like, you know, the the hard frame carrier, when your kids get heavy, once they're up, you're like, dude, you're up, you're staying up. It's just yeah. way too much work to get you up and down. So we're definitely for that, um, that geographic. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, it was going to start out as just an Etsy store for, for a few backpackers if they needed. But with kid carriers, once we started manufacturing them, we realized, oh, my gosh, you have to get insurance for them. 
and with how expensive the insurance is, this could not be a part-time thing. Like we spend so much money per carrier on insurance that we what? had. Yes. Really? Yes. So when people say, wow, that's $95 is a lot of money. I'm like, if you knew how much I spent on insurance. Yeah. With kid carriers, with kid sleeping bags, with kid cribs, like kid carriers and kid sleeping products are the two most highly insured products out there. Oh my gosh. So- I had no idea this was a thing. I would have just been, oh my gosh, I would have got myself into so much trouble. No, I, again, I asked God from the moment I decided to do this. I would go, Jesus, like you're going to be my business partner. I need you to open and close doors. Help us figure this out. And we had already started manufacturing 600. <laughs> and, and, oh then we, <laughs> and then we started Kickstarter. And then... Um, again, oh shoot, you need this. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay. So we, you know, we, we got it going before we, we, you know, um, sent one out, but it was good. It was all learning. How (laughs) it, when's the, when do you not, okay. If you sell a backpack to, to an adult, you don't need this insurance, do you? No, but the carrier, because it's a kid carrier. So it's like it, within a weird definition of like. It could be a solely wrap, or I shouldn't say it. It could be a wrap for a newborn. It could be the Osprey okay. Poco. It could be a soft infant structure ergo. It can be any kid carrier. If it's holding a kid, you have to have insurance on it. If it's if it's a sleeping product, Morrison Outdoors, they have insurance on so so it oh, wow. turned into like a, okay it can't just be a side hustle it needs to be something that we're we're actively selling and yeah. we're actively trying to grow um, kind of forced into like not messing yeah. around yeah because you know the truth is like my husband worked full-time and i was able to just like many of our affiliates and customers adventure with my kiddos we live near the beach and mountains so we were either at the beach or the mountains every day. I was living the life. Like I didn't need a project. Um, but now looking a couple of years ahead, I'm so happy that I said yes, because I've literally met lifelong friends um, and I've adventured with so many of my customers. It's so fun. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. So. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's so, I love these stories of how these things happen and then, the, the like need of it. And it seemed like your product just, when I started looking forward, when I, I saw it once on Instagram and I guess I didn't, it never registered that I was in need of it, I guess. You just right. never, you didn't, I didn't, at the time we didn't need it. Right. Um, and then we were going on these little hikes and I was like, this kid carry thing is really annoying. Like the backpack, right. we're just, like you said, in and out or, yeah. Trying, to con- trying to convince the young one to like ride the older one. She's good. Right. She's, she's locked. Right. She can hike for like a mile and a half. She's totally fine. Like, I don't know why she can just hike, but the little ones, you know, she's building right. muscles. And finally I was like, there's gotta be, Oh, I saw right. this thing. And then right. I, I had to like track you down somehow. Like I had to come up <laughs> with like Google searches that would maybe produce right. it. Cause I knew what it was in my head and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I found it and I was like, oh, sweet. No brainer. Let's do this thing. But it's such an obvious solution for such a particular problem that is so relevant to so many people. And it's, 
I, I just love the backstory of, I don't know, this is for us, but if maybe- If it was up to Connor, it would be in nobody else's hands. He would just keep it for us so and not- when, when you did the Kickstarter, how did how was it received? It was received really well. Um, I don't know if you know about Kickstarter, but if if your goal is five thousand, you have to hit five thousand. If your goal is a hundred thousand, you have to hit that. Even if you sell ninety thousand, you have to hit your goal or else nothing. So we had, I think it was five thousand. You know, we had to sell fifty of them. Again, I had no following. I had no. It would be different now. You know, yeah. I have I have an audience, but um, it was different. So friends, family, we hit our mark. We Our goal was 5,000. We did 7,500. Uh, but it was really neat because, again, a lot of moms and dads just like me who typically don't join Kickstarters or, or invest in Kickstarters, they don't do these things. A lot of them, I'm friends with them today, you know, and they, I remember them. I prayed over them, you know, cause I'll always remember my, the first person who showed up on our Kickstarter, who I didn't know it was a stranger, you know, those little things. Um, and, and going back to just the need of it, I, with us and our three children, I love kid carrying. I own all the kid carriers I had the wraps, I had the slings, all in different colors. I had the mm-hmm. ergos and the Osprey Poco. I had all of them. And so I, I really respect and understood that there's enough room for all of us, mm-hmm. that there is an age, you know, you use your wrap with your newborn for six months yep. and you love it. It's, it's that time. And so I understood. And then the soft infant structures, very, very useful. And then even the the Osprey Poco, very useful. But once you got into the little hikers who needed up and down, um, there was just once they were out of the 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 big hard frame carrier, there was nothing in that space. Like I said, around three, four, that we could still make it that six mile mm-hmm. because their endurance wasn't there yet. So there was yeah. nothing sold in that space that helped me. That. Again, I get a lot of pushback actually on Facebook saying, oh, you shouldn't take your kids farther than where, you know, how far they can walk, you know. But but a lot of things are just that four mile where my four-year-old could make it, like you said, a mile and a half. Mm -hmm. So if you took your four and a half-year-old and just needed that half mile to use in the trail magic, it would be there for it. And it doesn't take up a lot of space. So I understand kid carriers and I love kid carriers. And that's why I talk about other kid carriers because I yeah. love them in our parenting, you know, experience. Well, they all have their gear is gear and it's yes. a tool and yes. it, like big, small, whatever. Just, I was telling you earlier before we started recording, I just want to help people find yes. what they're looking for. And I don't have to use what I use, but right. if I find something that's interesting, and that's why I wanted to have you on because I'm like, Oh, here's a thing inside the space that I found myself. Uh, okay, and I found myself wanting to go a little further. Like we had—I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast, but um, the last few years have been like we had our first. We took Lenny backpacking when she was like nine months old, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This is amazing!" And then we had Zoe, and now she's two and a half and we haven't taken her backpack and we've done some camping, but right. I think it was, uh, we were going to have, what's been the summer before we had Zoe. She got car sick. 
like crazy, started getting crazy car sick to where like it just locked us down. We couldn't even drive 10 minutes without like poof, popping, right? Right. So we're trying to like get back into, we're kind of scarred from this like couple year era of right. car sickness to where we live in the Pacific Northwest. There's no straight roads. And right. so we've had to like navigate this thing. And so I told my Ugh. wife, I was like, told Jess, I was like, okay, 2023, like the girls are getting better. Zoe's walking. She's feeling better. We're going to go backpacking this next summer. We have to do it. And not only that, but like <clears throat> you mentioned your dad died. My dad yeah. died a couple years ago. Then my mom died this last year. And then we've had a whole bunch of just like emotionally. We can't wait to, we to, to live, you know, yeah. for and I them. Feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like we've just been kind of in this like winter of emotions and kind of like retracting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm like, okay, we got to start going back out and like doing this stuff. And we've been trying and doing that stuff. But, you know, it's just like a lot of healing that goes on. And I'm like, okay, this next summer, we're going to do it. We're going to do this stuff. We need, the carrier's not going to work. Like now right. we have two little ones. Yeah. We got to carry more gear. She's got to- need your full just, backpacks. We need the full backpacks. We got away with it with one. Right. <laughs> like, right. Now looking back, I'm like, oh, we could have done so much more with one. Right. Okay, now we got two. We need two backpacks. What do we have? And not only that, I think of it as like, if your kid gets injured, it's a good way to carry your kid out. Like they twist an ankle or whatever, an emergency. You have them. You can hold on to them. You can still use trekking poles. Your hands are free. They're right there. It's comforting. Like for some reason, they get to a certain age where they don't want to be in the pack and they just feel like they want to be on yeah. they're like not yet cut the cord yet like, right i don't know what that's right. about but like some kids just i don't have boys so i i just know girls and there I seems mean, boys to be are, this dude boys are the same way our <laughs> three and our three and a half year old he just would just because our one and a half year old was up he mm-hmm. would just want to know that he had an option yeah even if it was for literally 10 minutes yeah. just to know he could, could yeah. have that option that I was just there. It mm-hmm. helped him go further. Yeah. Yeah. It's really key. And I, I didn't, I saw this as being like one of those, if we don't have a solution for this, yeah. carrying your kid down the trail with a backpack in your arms is like n- not only yeah. difficult, but a hazard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a hazard. rocks and all that kind of stuff so kudos to you for putting it out there dude it's been it's been again i i talk about god and i talk about like he's my best partner and the exciting things that people got it but Mm -hmm. it has been uh scary just because i didn't it's just i didn't know about manufacturing i didn't know about all these things you know i've had to find them and uh you know, we bootstrapped this thing. So we put everything, all of our savings, all of everything into wow. it. Um, and now just um, actually we've had to to get ready for this summer. We're, uh, we are going to take out an inventory loan, which again, all those little things that we just yeah. don't think about, but it's it's so scary, but but mm-hmm. um, which could make me sick, you know, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but uh I'm grateful to, when I hear when people get stoked and they send me emails and they send me just thank yous. I just like, I'm like, there you go. Like, this is it. Yeah. What's that like? I, I've, uh, I've talked, I've spoken to people. I, I, this is my personal favorite portion of these questions. I love it when people make a thing and then they put the thing out into the world, but I don't 
I've never uh, made a physical product, but the way I look at gears, I'm like, when I go into a store, I always think of this stuff as just like, it's just waiting for an adventure, right? Oh gosh. But, so it maybe is, I'm a little romantic about it, but it's romantic. <laughs> it's romantic. You can be romantic about it. It's so when again, everyday people, I am not an I've never been an uh an influence. I've never had a following. Mm-hmm. So when I've never had p- strangers reach out to me, right? It's not a normal thing. Right. So the fact that everyday people, whether they have Instagram or not, it, on email, on Instagram, on Facebook, when they reach out and they say look at these photos of me and my husband and our, our one-year-old going mm-hmm. out It like Connor and I, because now, you know, our kids are a little bit older, not one, seven, five, and three, but it, it, um, it makes like, I'm getting goosebumps right now and I'm getting like shaky because it's like, ah, what does that rem- mean to you? We remember when it was just Gus and we were taking him out and, and how Full of life we felt, even though it was just for that two mile or four mile or that San Gregorio hike, like the, 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 the feeling that, uh, we felt and reliving it through everyday people is, is so, I tell them, I, I, I voicemail them. God, you bless me. You bless me by just helping me go a step further, helping me go into the bank and get an inventory loan to help get this out. You, like every single one of them are the ones who are my backbone. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this solo. My husband still works um, so that we can just, everything we make, we put back into the business. So it, the solo, it feels lonely sometimes. Yeah. Um, You need those little crumbs. What am I doing? You know, yeah. like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I doing this? But, but when they say, man, they don't even know my name. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Send me pictures. Just like it blesses us so much. It helps me genuinely keep going. And it's game changer, life changer moments that it's like, man, I'm not built just for my life, but I'm built like, this is the reason why I started. Mm. Do you ever find that about the time you're like, this is silly. What am I doing here? Like, I see no outs. I see nothing. I don't see, I mean, you can like, you know, all the things to say. You're like, oh, I know I'm helping people, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. It's like, it's like, you know, the mantra, but it's not registering. And it feels like about the time you're about to just like, screw it. I'm out. Like, I think I'm going to shut this thing, whole thing down. Someone somewhere says something yeah. That gives you just enough. Like, have you found right. that this? It's like the last Every possible time. moment. Someone's like, actually, and then it's yeah. like, okay, I guess I can yeah. do this a little bit longer. Yes. Every every time I get a, every time somebody shares um, mm-hmm. on Instagram or on Facebook or like I said, every single time, it's, yeah. it helps me continue to to go and and I and I have. I have a list of just people who have just given so much mm-hmm. and they could have asked for a lot and I won't say anything more, but they, they've given so much and they, they could have asked for a lot and they didn't. And I'm just, yeah. um, cause a lot of, um, we, have, we are, we're a big affiliate company. Um, um, and we are direct to consumer and I want to be direct to consumer for as long as I can. So that when we get to REI, people are say, Oh my gosh, it's here instead of, Oh, what's that? Right. 
um, I like, I like um, being able to bless and like have that community with affiliates right now. Um, so yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of community, was this something, what have you found? Was this something that, uh, you anticipated? Cause it sounds like you have a pretty good little network around yourself. What's, what's the, been the, what's been that experience, I guess. I just thank God that people understood. And yeah. also cause it's, that has not been out there. So we have a patent for America and Europe and it, this hasn't been out there. So I think it's been really neat because people like you, I need that. Mm-hmm. I need that for just this season. And they are everyday people like myself. I mean, some of them have huge followings, but they're people like me and, um, the community cultivating that community because I go on here and, and kind of sh- I'm, I'm honest with myself or I'm honest with them. I share my stoke. They share it back with me. Cultivating that community uh, has been one of the easier parts of this business yeah. because I want that community. I like, yeah. I like the people I've explored with a lot of them. I want to be friends with them. Uh, and so that's been one of the easier parts of this business. It makes it a lot easier when you're just yourself, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's this, sometimes I, I, I know them, I know some of them, but <laughs> there's, there's people out there that are in this world that I'm like, you're just trying to be someone you're not. Right. Like, would you right. just, if you could just be yourself, like. Well, it helps I, that I am a customer of my own. It helps yeah. that I have nutty kiddos and, and yeah, it yeah, and yeah. helps that I'm there. I'm not this, 70 year old man in, and you know, right. with no kids trying to push this product. I'm not trying to push a product. I would rather, you know, I, I want to mm-hmm. get it to people who will actually use it and find benefit of it. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, so one of, <laughs> sometimes I forget myself on here, you know, sometimes I think, oh, I'm not professional enough, but, um, <laughs> so one, one time, um, this guy, he, there was a thing where he had emailed me and I'm like, oh, sorry, we, we solved the, we solved the issue. And I, you know, super stoked that he's like happy. So I go, okay, you know, awesome. XOXO Katie. Cause I frequently do that with my friends and my husband, oh my just like, and he emailed me back and his name's Paul. And he goes, he goes, I have to say, typically I signed off my emails as XOXO myself, but I didn't think that was very professional. So I didn't. And he's laughing. He's, he's oh, playing with me. And I go, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. But it, we were able to laugh about it and just, um, you know, just to be real, to be Dude. playful. Yeah. I think people um, like that honesty, even though it, sometimes it's hard to, to do because you don't want to be judged or mm-hmm. um where does that come from for you like d- did you grow up with a good sense of self because it takes a lot of courage to be yourself i know that sounds silly but i think a lot of people struggle with it my mom is like me she is a nut she's funny she's fun she prays for people on you know um she is very she's very much herself take it or leave mm-hmm. it um, and so I, I'm like that. I, 
I'm silly and my nutty. My husband's a lot more conservative. Like he's a lot more reserved mm-hmm. than I am. Uh, so I've always just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I could only be myself. I don't know how to be right. anybody else. Right. I know people are sometimes better at that than others, but I'm just not good at, I don't know. So when you started, when you, when you guys decided to put it out there, I'm assuming you had to have had an idea of what that's going to require of you. Like putting yourself out there doing that. Do you, was it a conversation or was it like, what was that like? Because you can't just, if you want to be successful, you got to really put yourself out there. You can't just like make a thing and hope it works. Like, <laughs> so I, I laugh because I'm 37. I just had a birthday a couple months ago and I was in Moab with some of our affiliates and friends and customers. They bought this stuff. Yep. Lauren Hornick and uh, and Caitlin Rhodes. And they're having me do TikTok or not TikToks, but like reels. And and I look at them and I just laugh because I'm like, Ugh, all I wanted to do was share our product. And now I'm having to learn this dance. And we're just laughing because I can't put a reel together to save my life. Yeah. Um, but I think I've always in life craved for a community and like, um, so I, I crave friendships in this space and I don't click with everybody and I'm not, not everyone in our community is also a customer. We have people in our community that like what we're doing and uh, are inspired. Maybe they have two older kids or something, but they're inspired. And I don't just share trail magic stuff, but a lot of, the affiliates and people in our community share a lot of great information. And I try to do that too. So I'm here for friendship, whether you're a customer or not. And I do crave that. I do love that. Um, But as far as like, I guess, I guess it is hard, all the reels and Mm -hmm. trying to get videos of myself. We, I have the perfect family for it, but I can't make reels to save my life at all. I mean, I can't get my husband to take a picture of me or me get a picture of him without a fight. Like, (laughs) I'm just, um, so I think that's been that, you know, I didn't realize how much I'd have to put myself out there, but I was, I am genuinely loving the community and want the community. So that was easy, but it's all the reels and stuff. That's what gets me all nutty. (laughs) Right. I, I feel the same way. Like, I love it when people email me, tell me a story or whatever it is. Just even just call like just, hey, hi, this is me, whatever. It gets me so motivated. And then I'm like, why can't I? I I want to do more and I want to like do all the things. But I'm like, man, it's just that doesn't feel like me. But I also know that that's how people get to know you. It's just like, Uh. and at the end of the day, I'm like, (laughs) man, I hope people just like me for who I am. Like I. I, I, I'm just a normal human being that likes this stuff. And, and like right. you, I, I never thought that, I never thought that I would, sounds weird and maybe <laughs> offensive, but I never thought that I would like the community as so much, so much, right. as much as I do. Right. Like there's very genuine people out there. Oh God, that I are, love them. Yes. That, like I feel like I've met better friends in the past few years yes that i have like my entire life that, that like i don't have to and I'm, no one's trying to prove themselves or anything like they just 
trying to connect with people that have a similar interest. And that's really yeah. all that matters. And I'm finding that the uh, those that with like, that are doing the family thing, it's like this is a whole other subcategory of people that are out there just trying to encourage each other. And I cracked the ice on that topic uh, a while back, and I got this note from someone that was like, "Man, I'm just." I had said something about, "Hey, if you don't, just because you haven't been." doing something like it's been a while doesn't mean that you're not right. that thing like right I, it's been five years since i hiked the pct does it like am i still a through hiker i don't know maybe <laughs> but if like or does am, maybe i'm just a person that did it but who cares like it, that's right. your your person that's part of your history just because you haven't done it in five years doesn't automatically right. mean it's not it's not part of your backstory and i think this guy was just kind of like man, it's really good to hear people like talk about this in reality terms, right. real terms. Like life gets in the way and they, he had kids and he was talking about how he felt this pressure to constantly take their, his kid out and he's like not doing enough and I need to be on the slopes and all my kids yeah. are doing this. And I'm like, this is getting, like right. I feel intimidated by people going out with their kids and I'm just trying to, look, man, I'm just trying to get to the woods. Like I'm just trying to get out and it's a nightmare sometimes. And sometimes right. it goes really well, but then you see people, Oh, we're doing this or we're doing that. Or we're out there. And I'm like, this is intimidating. Like this can be intimidating for people that are brand new parents. that don't really know right. that this is what real looks like, you know? Right. But yeah. maybe it is real for them. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Well, a lot of, I mean, Speaking of feeling the pressure or living up to, uh, again, I'm grateful. I I was raised to not um, idolize anybody else. Okay. Um, I've never idolized anybody else. I, I, I have a couple mentors in my life that I'm like, I see myself having that life. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So I think that helps me because I uh, not only like to backpack, but we're a big mountain biking family. We love to camp. We are a big Mm -hmm. camping family. Um, We love the beach. We love to surf. Uh, We love to ski. You know, we have a little of everything where a lot of my community are so badass. They, my, my girls in Salt Lake and now Brighton's over in Maine, like they, like my Lauren Hornick, she if given the opportunity, would backpack her life, would be backpacking. Mm-hmm. She goes out backpacking every chance she gets, snow, rain, whatever. Um, and I, you know, our family goes like four times a year, you know, we camp mm-hmm. a couple dozen times a year, but but we do a little bit. So great, luckful, luckily, I'm not intimidated by that, that I could just come to my community as is. Yeah. And let other people be the backpacking stars, Mm -hmm. the through hiking stars. Let other people be the face where I can be a little bit, um, you know, of more of the weekend warrior. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, I think it's, you know, what you take from the community and that, and that, you know, really harnessing it and not allowing yourself to compare to so many other um, parents out there, incredible parents, but to use them as inspiration. Yeah. 
That's interesting. You have to you you have to leverage these people for inspiration. Like yeah. not leverage in a negative way, but like leverage right. if if you see them use their energy and their spirit to exactly. say, "Hey, they backpack every weekend, but I'm I'm going to take points from them and tips so I can go backpack this weekend." Yeah. I, yes. I don't see this is the stuff that I don't think people talk about a lot is like there there there's such a Chinese menu of people out there <laughs> that like the different flavors and passions mm. and right. like be inspired by them but if they don't be intimidated and right. if you maybe a couple things sorry I'm thinking as I go here like because yeah. I just have so much like there's I'm using myself as like an example if if you're doing a thing because you think you should be doing it, but you find yourself not enjoying it. Absolutely. You should probably rethink what you're doing. Absolutely. 110%. Because those people that go out all the time and they want to backpack. I, I know a guy that when I started get, getting into backpacking, I'm like, okay, I'm officially not a backpacker because this guy's crazy. <laughs> like he's out in the winter and he's doing crazy stuff. And he's like, I want to be above the Alpine. And he just crushes. He's like a mountain goat. And he's, I mean, he's like a kid at Christmas, three o'clock in the morning. So, he can't sleep, right? It's so cool that he is cultivated and he has that passion. Mm-hmm. And I'm intimidated by it, right? Because I'm like, well, I don't feel like I don't, I, I feel normal. I feel like a normal human being. I'm not as passionate. So maybe I'm not a backpacker, right? But maybe I'm just my kind of backpacker. Like, this is how, this is what I say with parenting. This is, this is how I feel about parenting. Kind of like what you're saying. Uh, the best parent is one who is happy. Mm. The best parent is one who like raise your kids, how you think and how you want to raise them Mm -hmm. and be happy about it and hold your head up high. Whether that is super granola or super crunchy, or maybe they're at boarding school. That's okay. You're you're as long as you are happy, your kids are going to be happy because they see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and not to be intimidated by somebody who finds so much joy in being outside all the time. Um, but you don't have to be one or the other. So I always say that with parenting is, is educate yourself, learn all the ways to parent and parent how you see yeah. fit. And we will create a lot of awesome people later on in life. Yeah who know how to be happy, who know how to be peaceful, who know how to be joyous without having to be an extreme of any sort. Um, And then with like, I always say this. So I'm a big yogi. I have people say, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. People don't do yoga because they're flexible. They do yoga to become flexible. So, you know, when I um, come across somebody who goes, ah, I'm not a back. I've never backpacked before. I I can't do it. Well, you just need to start and then you become it whether Mm -hmm. or not that's four times a year, twice a year. Right. That's still a backpacker. Well, and there's no, when I started backpacking, it was, I was like, I think back, I I put backpacking on this pedestal and inside a box of like, this is backpacking. It looks like X amount of miles. I didn't. Right. I couldn't. Defi- I wouldn't right. be able to define and for you how many miles and it's it is. Not. 
And it's not. We're going backpacking in Joshua to Joshua Tree. Um, and it's literally a mile and a half in. And That's a mile and a half out. And we're and we love it. And it's super flat. So like everyone walks the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 great. It doesn't have to be in the sequoias. Right. In your miles. Mind, I don't know what that was with me, but it, and I, I will say, like, sometimes I fight it because I'm like, well, I want to, I do want to go somewhere that's, like, inspirational. I think there's right. that part of it. Like, you want to go somewhere that, in the, one of the things that I start out, like, in, in the backpacking course that I told you about, like, right. one of the things that I start with is, like, really trying to nail down the type of, the vision that you have for backpacking. Like, mm-hmm. okay, if you don't know what kind of backpacking you want to do, maybe in your mind, when you when you think of backpacking, you at least see something, right? right. A mountain, a lake, right. a stream, right. the desert. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. You want to backpack the desert. Got it. Okay. Or you want, like, maybe you see a through hiking style, or maybe it's fishing, or whatever it is, like, in your brain, somewhere there's a right. vision for that thing. Now you and just have to, co- yeah, now you just have to put the, the connect the dots to get there. But again... Uh, like we're going to take our kids backpacking this summer to a waterfall. Fun. That's that's like, I think, I think it's like a mile and a half in, but it's like perfect. It's a perfect grade up there. It's very popular. It's a really cool old waterfall. And I'm like, all right. And if it hits the fan where we can walk out, like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, we can pull chocks and we can, we can get out of there if it's just not going well. Like right. I could carry the girls a mile and right. a half. Like it's not that big of a deal, but I think we're going to set ourselves up for success where we went in three miles with Lenny when she was nine months old. Felt like we could have done more, but there was water and everything. Like we're setting us up. Like I wanted to have these building blocks things because back yeah. to the people that go all the time, like you're, you often don't see those building blocks for them. Like Absolutely. they've created some of the times I even have to remind myself like, okay, they've created themselves this environment that they can go like yourself, like mountain biking or skiing or whatever. Like right. you can't go from zero to all that. You, It's a building. Right. It's like building blocks of like, okay, well, if you want to be an outdoor family, well, first of all, you got to be outdoors. Like, right. All right. Start with just going to the local park and getting the kids used to that. And then in 10 years, maybe you're a completely different thing, right? right? Whereas that used to be challenging. Well, same with gear. Um, mm-hmm. You know, grateful. I'm grateful. I was raised outside. Oh God, dude, I've got some stories. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised outside and uh, even my husband and I, we met in college and our gear has always been, you know, um, scrapped together. Mm-hmm. And just now do we get like, <gasps> I got my first, you know, oh, a, a really nice backpack, you know, mm-hmm. oh, a really nice this. And it's been pieced together. And now today, there's so many Asha, awesome secondhand opportunities mm-hmm. for people. So they're not spending so much money on so much expensive gear, but there's yep. ways to piece things together. Um, but yeah, going back to, like I said, I always go back to yoga you see these people doing all these crazy yoga things. They didn't just start out doing that. Right. They've had years of building box up to that. So mm-hmm. these people who love backpacking 24-7 and being outdoors 24-7 and have all the gear for it, they've led up to yeah. that for so long. 
that all we have to do is is start. And like you said, well, also, maybe that's to the park. Maybe that's a small walk, you know. But also, they're they've. You can't have everything, right? Like, <laughs> you just can't. You can't do all of the things. So there's certain sacrifices people make, and this is one of the things that I'm in. I'm in the mode of like. I want my girls to be well rounded. <clears throat> I don't want them to be pigeonholed. Not that that's bad, but. I just want them to be able to experience different things. And if realistically, if I want to accomplish that, if I want to take them to a museum or to a play or a thing, those things usually occur on the weekend. Okay. So you're, you're, you're eating into this idea of being an outdoor family, right? Like not that you can't do those things too, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's these different, and depending on where you're at, like what's a realistic approach to your outdoor lifestyle that you want? to have for your family. I don't know. There's a give and take, right? How are you going to find the, how are you going to achieve all that? And I don't know if anyone can answer that. Only you can answer that for yourself. Right. But right. it's a give and take. You got to swap things around. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think there, in my opinion, there's no such thing. There's not like a def- definition of an outdoor family. So like I said, right. we go backpacking four times a year. I'm still a backpacker. We, I go skiing. A I dozen think that's times a lot a for people. Like, I, I think the average people go on like a backpacking trip a year, which which is so and like, great. And most yeah. likely, if they like that, they're doing other things. Yes, outside. Um. So yeah, I, I like you said. I don't think. I don't think there's this structured definition. I just think, as far as raising kiddos. I always say, like, if you can mostly raise them outside, still introduce them to jujitsu or, you know, museums, all the other things as well. But if when you mostly raise them outside, um, there's an energy and there's a spirit that comes from that. So my dad, like we I grew up in Montana and I grew up my mom lived in Billings, Montana. My dad lived in Livingston. And so 10 minutes outside, 10 minutes outside of town. You're in the woods. You're by Yellowstone yep. River. <laughs> he would leave my sister and I. We would go out and we'd camp for a month in the summer, six weeks in the summer. Oh, and wow. he'd come into work. And my sister and I would just be out there fishing, taking naps, playing games, playing with our Barbies. Like we'd just be out there solo, like 10 and 7, you know, um, with no Christ. phones. So I just, I, I feel more, I feel more comfortable raising my kids, like being outside. Mm-hmm. Number one, I don't have a house to clean after, which is like amazing. There's no toys everywhere. Um, I don't know. My kids are just happier outside. And maybe because yeah. we started camping with them when they, maybe was two months, but the boys were six months just because of how the seasons fell. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always encourage families yeah if it's something that you want to do just do even if it's one once a year mm-hmm. um a couple times a year just try to find peace and and excitement and and happiness in what you're doing and your kids are gonna um your kids are gonna be raised with that do you find it interesting that a lot of people have this poll to like, I feel like I need to get my kid outside. 
like maybe it's the world that I live in. I don't know, but it just seems like I meet a lot of people that are like, man, I just I just want to. I want to get my kid hunting or whatever it is. You know, it's like, I, it's, I want to I introduce bet it's my... because they like it. They like hunting. So they want to get their kids there so that they can get back there sooner. But I've seen this resurgent. Like I've met some guys that are like, it's been years since I went backpacking and hiking and hunting. I have kids now and I feel like I need to get them out there. I'm Probably like, because they sort want of... to do that. <laughs> they know, want but... to do that. Like we would never have started the trail magic if we weren't already backpackers and like yeah. we wanted connor wanted to do this special hike that that he couldn't do without mm-hmm. it so i think today parents are just realizing that they can honor themselves and their interests along with toddlerhood yeah. and yeah. you can you that can coincide with one another um, not only are there so many kid-friendly hikes, but there's so much kid-friendly gear. There's other families to go hiking with. Like you don't have to wait mm-hmm. to do these things. You don't have to wait till there's a perfect time that you could actually honor your innate passions along with your kids. Yep. And I think that's, in my opinion, that's what we hope to cultivate in Trail Magic. But I think that's what a lot of parents are feeling that they could almost like a ranch family, the ranch family, the kids at a young age, they're doing chores. They're, they're being raised in it. So it's just like second nature, you know, the ranch family doesn't go, Oh, let's leave the kids inside and let's all do all the chores until they're older. It's like, no, we got to like, it's, it's a lifestyle. Mm. What do you think about that? (laughs) I I think you're dead on. I think that we've just, I don't know. I'd be curious to see if there's any studies about this stuff, like families raised, right. you know, various exposures to the elements, mm-hmm. the outdoors, inside versus outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone would agree. Like, I, I think regardless of science, I think inside you, a lot of people agree that being outdoors is far better for you than being stuck inside. Like there are studies, there already are studies with kiddos who are having temper tantrums or are having a hard time dealing with a transition or um, some getting them outside. Mm -hmm. Like everything calms down. Yeah. Well, Um, it's funny you mention that because we live in the Pacific Northwest and it's just been, We've been getting hammered with like rain, stuff like that, and Christmas. And then what (laughs) they don't tell you about parenthood is the week after Christmas is almost just as bad as the week of Christmas because they're just bizarre. And they're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, now the Christmas tree is going away. Change. Everything's, everyone's angry. They're just melting down. Right. And I was like, I just, I'm like, oh, you guys need to get outside. We got to get outside. But then. And we like, we went on this rain rock. And I, like my oldest, she can just, we had her in the kid carrier. We were out doing stuff all the time in all kinds of weather. We just bundled her up, right? Yeah. And you can tell that that, that worked because she's cool being outdoors in the cold right. and she's totally fine with it. Whereas the youngest one, uh, COVID baby, all that stuff, like weird um time when she like grew up and then we couldn't go anywhere because 
Lenny was getting sick all the time. And so we're like, Zoe kind of got the brunt of, we're trying to play catch up on, all right, let's go outside. And so Zoe will go outside and it's like really cold. And she's like, ah, it's cold. I want to go in. I'm like, all right, we got some work to do. Whereas like Lenny is like, <laughs> I'm fine being right. cold, whatever. Cause this is normal. I want to be in the rain and she loves it. Right. There's just all these different dynamics to it. But you, the, the thing that I think I'm trying to focus on now is this idea of like exposure, like exposing them to the outdoors, getting them outside. Outside is the idea. Maybe mm-hmm. outdoors is too big of a word, but like right. out, outside. And I can tell that when they do, when they do spend time digging in dirt and sand, mm-hmm. like they just There's feel a more calm. There's a peace. And, I, and yeah. I feel like back to this whole Christmas thing, I'm like, I feel like they just need to go play in some dirt. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and there's some th- something about being outside that is just like good for them. Yes, I mean if it's good for us going yes. on a walk, why yes. would it not be? It'd be like ten times better for them. Right, right. I agree. I also had, by the way, my my second son Kelly. He is very carsick. I'm very carsick. I throw up all the time. My my second son. So okay. anytime we go anywhere. He just knows it. He's he's five and a half now. Has the bucket. I have a bucket. Yeah. We understand we're going to be sick, <laughs> but then once we get to the destination, we're good. Mm-hmm. But so I, I we've struggled. You're gonna, yeah, we've struggled with that too. It's so devastating. Like it was so <laughs> bad. Oh, so bad. It's getting better. Getting much better. So I'm I'm very hopeful. But I mean, I'm like, dude, we're kind of like, okay, where can we go that's straight? Yeah. Around here, not we just very give far. Him a, we give him a, he just knows the drill now. We give him a bucket. He holds it in front of him, throws up a ton. Mm. I take the, you know, and it's just like, we just get it. And his siblings are just like, okay, okay. You know, Poor they're guy. watching a show. He just like, yeah, it's, it's hard, but yeah. I, get, I get, I get you. What do you think? What do you think one of the big barriers uh, to entry for like parents getting their kids out outside. Like, what do you think one of the big barriers is for people that. I think, um, I think in my opinion, I think it's easier now because there's so many people like on Instagram, there's so many, there's so much access to information now about Mm -hmm. the right gear. I think gear is something that people get really confused. I get confused. I get confused with, um, and some gear isn't right for everyone. Like, like the hard frame back carriers, I could never find comfortable. I felt very top heavy and very uncomfortable. My husband always had to use that. That's why one of the big things why the trail magic, I really found that very comfortable because I wasn't so top heavy and back yeah. heavy. So um, I think gear is a is a big thing. But there's so many awesome, awesome ways to try gear now, to rent gear, mm-hmm. to get gear secondhand. Um, I'm a big, big believer in it in, in second hand and, yeah. um, gear can be confusing. Uh, yeah. I went backpacking last year and we're going to go this year in, in winter, mm. um, with the backpacking mom on Instagram, Stephanie. And I didn't know I'm, I mean, I grew up in Montana, but I'm in Southern California now. I'm what I never heard of Merino wool. Now I know it, but mm-hmm. all the, you know, and the reasons why cotton's not great if you're sweating and then hypothermia, I never, so I've had so such a learning experience from her. 
Mm-hmm. I'm grateful because I, I saw something that I wanted to do. She taught me how to do it. So like going back to Lauren Hornick, for example, she takes moms on backpacking trips in Salt Lake City. Like there's groups and they, encur- they encourage each other and she lets them try the trail magics. You know, for example, I'm not trying to wow. promote the trail magic, but she lets, she, she says, okay, this is your age. Why don't you take this? Cause you have a three-year-old. Um, but she, so I think there's a hooking up with friends mm-hmm. is huge. Parenting. I've loved my parenting experience so much because of my community. I've loved outdoors, outdoor play, outdoor exploring because of the community, finding the right gear and your, your people, your outdoor people are two just game changers. Yeah. Um, and even community, you know, people in our community who don't have a lot of that around them, but who go out backpacking and love the outdoors, they say one of the things that are, that's missing. Um, I think it's like Katie did adventures or, uh, she lives, I think it's in Wisconsin, her sweet accent. I'm thinking at Wisconsin, she says, you know, she wishes that she had more people to go on these trips with. Because a lot of times you don't have two parents to go. Maybe it's a solo mom or a solo dad. So I would say I would say a community to go with is number one and gear number two. That was a long-winded answer. No, no, no. Those, <laughs> those are great. They're, I mean, those are big barriers. Big barriers. Like yeah. Because both of those things, especially with kids, man. Yeah. Both of those things are... So this summer we're going to be going with uh, another family of ours because I'm like, let's go backpacking. Let's freaking do this thing. Like, all right, they have three kids. We have two kids. We're going to try it and like, and build up. But yeah, it, and it's also, it's a different experience when you go with people. Right. It just right. is like, I, I mean, it's fun to go on your own. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, I think the dynamic of having multiple kids there oh, yeah. would be so helps fun. Helps them like, going. Yeah, it helps them keep going. They have their yeah. friends to run with. And mm-hmm. yes, yes. I feel like I've gotten pretty good. My wife and I got have the encouragement to go down the trail down pretty good. I thought that that would be a problem, but I, I don't know who it was told me about like this idea of like, I don't know if it's this exactly, but I remember like when one of them is, you know, dragging. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Or they want to be picked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you see this? Oh, look at this spider. Even if it's not right. a spider. You're just like, oh, look. Oh, my gosh. Distract look at this them. thing. Yeah. And then they, they go 20 feet or they go 10 more feet. And the next thing you know, they're, they're now finding the next. Now they're looking for something. Because up till right. then, they're just, they just know they're on their feet. Right. And eventually, now they're just doing it on their own. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I didn't realize about that technique is that if you do that enough, then they start doing it on their own. Absolutely. Now they're looking for the mushroom or now they're looking for the the stick, the walking stick or the spider or the whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't have to do this forever eventually because. Right. I mean, we don't do that. No one's doing that for us. Right. 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 We're We're just doing, we find our own. You know, carrot. That I we mean, follow. sometimes I com- I complain to my husband. You know, uh, are we almost there? He's definitely the pusher. I'm more like the toddler. Like, yeah, are we there yet? You know, it's funny. I remember uh, 
I specifically remember the hill I was on. So uh, 15 miles into the PCT, 15, that's one five, not 50, not, not anything else. Like 15, there's a place called, I can't re- believe I remember it, but Hauser Creek. You have 20 miles to go to Lake Morena <clears throat> and you go down into Hauser Creek and then you have to climb like six miles into maybe like four mile climb, but eventually it's like six miles into Morena. And uh, I remember we made it to Hauser Creek the first night. I had two gigantic blisters on my feet. Uh. And I was like, oh, the PCT just got real. I was mm. like, oh, this is terrible. And then I had to hike the next morning. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, how am I going to do this every single day? Like, I'm where I'm going right. is so far away. Like, how am I going to enjoy this? Like, how am I? Emery, I think about that every day while this company, Trail Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how am I? So, so I was like, oh my gosh, I started playing games with myself. I'm like, this isn't working. Counting rocks. I was like, Emery, you got to figure this out because you have to stop living for the breaks and start living for the hike. Right. Because I was, I I was like, I was looking forward to these breaks. I was like, if I got, I got to take less breaks, but if that's, that means I'm going to spend the majority of this trail just not enjoying myself. So I have right. to find a way to flip it. And I, I was that. like, and it, the, I will say the PCT, I don't remember when it was. Okay, fast. Well, I'll re- tell you when it was that I realized that a change had been made. Right. I was in the Goat Rocks Wilderness, which was in Washington. So okay. we're like well over a thousand miles into this okay. thing, right? Like. Jeez. 1,500 miles into this thing. And I realized that I was actually enjoying my hiking more than I was the breaks. Like it the took breaks you 1,500 were just a- miles. <laughs> <laughs> 1,500 miles. You started with blisters at 15 miles. <laughs> yeah, and it took I guess to you round it out. 1,500 yeah. miles to then enjoy the process. Well, it was somewhere in 1,500 miles, but it took me 1,500 miles or so to like realize that I was now using the brakes as a launch pad for the next stint of miles. And and it was like so freeing for me because I was like, oh my gosh, look at what my body can do. It can put me- So incredible. It can turn the corner for you. It can bring you all these places. And it's not like it makes the hiking any easier. Right. But I just remember feeling like invincible or, oh, like hills, hills are just hills, man. Like what? Like if you're going to quit, and I say this often, like if you're looking for the perfect hill to quit on, just quit now because it's not there. Right. Like there's always going right. to be a hill and sometimes right. they're steep and sometimes they're not. And sometimes they're 10 miles long. And I stopped calculating how long a mile was, how long a hill was because I found myself just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I know mm-hmm. how long it takes to go a mile. And I know it's only been 15 minutes. Uh, you know, this hill's going to take me three hours. Like, how is this going to happen? And then when I stopped thinking about it, and I think this all relates back to what we're talking about. Like, you're just kind of implementing these skill sets and in, in exposing yourself to stuff. And finally, I was like, oh, oh, look, the top of the hill. Up until, then, up until then, it was, it's just, I'm hiking uphill. I mean, and could, if I'm tired, I'll take a break. You could, like what you just said, can be put into anything that we do. Yeah. Business, yeah. 
um, you know, seasons of family, seasons of marriage. Mm -hmm. What you just said could be just like a wall of writing. (laughs) It's super cool. Like these are the realizations that you get. I love that. Of spending so much time. And I feel like I couldn't have got that. By not going. I don't think, yeah. yeah, by not going, like not trying. Yeah. How long did it take you to do? I think I was on trail for like five months. Jeez. Yeah. But it's so beautiful. It's, I mean. Would you do it again? With like, like your kid, you know, when they're older, like a family. hundred percent. I've, I've, I've wanted, I have this hunger to go and do it again. Yeah. And there's part of me that would want to do it alone just to kind of see, like as a compare and contrast as to what I, you know, what I've learned. Because I feel like I had a lot more potential in my body that I wasn't didn't realize until very the very end. Like it started all clicking. I say that, but then on top of that desire is a desire to to experience that with I just can't imagine doing that with my girls. Like right. to, but if, to do it when they want to do it or like Yeah. It could be in their twenties or when they're eighteen or fifteen or whatever. It doesn't have to be with toddlers. Yeah, but and not to, not to so downplay special. that because I've interviewed you know through hikers that have brought their kids and it's like that so sounds amazing. like an amazing experience. I I don't know, and that's why there's all these different flavors. The Chinese right. menu of things like right. there's that flavor, there's this flavor, and I think the flavor that I'm looking for is right. I know how hard it is to the the crucible that you put yourself through, and I I want to have I always when my this might even choke me up. Like when I, when I, our oldest was born, I remember holding her and I was like, I just hope that our feet hurt really bad together one day. Oh. <laughs> like, like I want to put in the miles, like to, to have that connection. Cause I met mother, son, father, daughter, daughter, daughter. Like I, I saw all those combinations on the trail. On the like, trail. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's wild. Like what an experience. Cause I mean, you make best friends out there from no one you know yeah yeah that that's kind of see now you got me all fired up talking about <laughs> that kind of stuff like <clears throat> and this I is i love it but this is just one chapter right like this right. is one experience and I, I, the pcd was great but going down to the park and going walk walking around the block right. is just as exciting for me and j- maybe maybe not exciting but fulfilling yeah at this stage in this season yeah yeah that's so I cool. That. I, I love that you guys are out there out there doing so much. Like we I was like, maybe snow sports, maybe we just start doing some snow sports or maybe just for something in the winter. Like um that's kind of the next egg that I want to crack is like, oh gosh, okay. How do we start small with snow sports? Right. <laughs> right. And we and again, just to be clear, we okay, so we live by the beach in Southern California. Mm-hmm. We drive six hours to Mammoth. We yeah. drive you know, three to six hours to different places for backpacking, maybe two, two to six places. So, so we don't go every weekend. A lot of weekends, my husband, if he was here, he would tell you this chick, me and the kids, we love to sit at the beach, which is 30 seconds from my house and surf. So we, we know we, like I said, we mountain bike. So it's not that we're doing these things every weekend. We Mm -hmm. love to just hang all summer we we won't leave the beach because i hate being too hot that's one thing i just we explore spring fall winter but summer don't get me above 80 
I, I can't have to be by water. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not good uh, in summer. Not a, not a desert dweller. <laughs> I'm not a desert dweller. I'm a desert have dweller you... in winter and fall. <clears throat> Surprisingly enough, I didn't think that I would enjoy the desert backpacking through the desert but it's beautiful it is amazing and it's quite the and smell it's, yeah the smell of the desert okay now what I'm do you love to, about it well now that i'm well now that you're saying smell i'm like okay the second i'm gonna i'm gonna have to see i'm gonna have to see that i feel like there's a quietness out there that you yes. don't get in the woods the woods is actually so, quite noisy yeah um but there's a there's a quiet in the desert yep. because the animals and stuff that are in the desert are not loud. They're they're mm-hmm. slithering. They're quiet there, and so I we love the desert because there's a special there's a special flatness. And I guess I'm talking yeah. about Death Valley and Joshua Tree. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. the desert that we go to most. Yeah. But there's a flatness out there that you can go far. You yeah. there's a horizon. There's a horizon. Yeah, there's a horizon, there. and the to- our toddlers. It's really fun to be in one spot and they can just explore. You can see them so far. Yeah. I think that's why I, I love toddlers in the desert because you can see them where when you're in the woods, it's like, okay, don't go. F- I, I can't see you. You're around this tree. Yeah. You know, I'm, it's a little yeah. more anxiety for me, but uh, now I'm you know, that's to a, the smell. That's another thing I never thought about is where you take your kids probably is a, plays a big role of like how successful you are because if you're always a lot of people that go into the woods they think there's like a bear are going to eat their face off all the time like that's just a thing like everyone thinks there's a bear that's going to get you and maybe there might be a bear but like one of the things i've noticed is places like the desert that are more open is less stressful i maybe that's it because i do feel like like i'm just always (laughs) I'm always scared yeah. that something's going to get my kids or something's going to come at me yeah. behind all these trees in the desert. I feel so peaceful because yeah. there's nothing hiding. Yeah. Can you can see, see everything. I can see. Yeah. I was never yeah. thought about that, but yeah. Well, smell the desert. For I me will. When you're out there. I will smell the desert. I didn't realize that I missed the smell and that I had gone back like a couple years later to like, you know, sage area, like Southern California desert area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I smelled it and it had yeah. been kind of like that damp um, yeah. desert smell. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I might love the desert. I think it might, I think it, I might love it. Uh, yeah. So well, uh, <clears throat> this has been wonderful. I feel like I really we could talk it. all day about I know. all this stuff. That's, the, so pro- that's the problem with all this is that I feel like <laughs> once you get on a roll, you're like, I know. oh my gosh. Like, cause it's just so good to connect with people that. It is. Uh, to learn from people like yourself, to like exchange ideas and concepts yeah. about this stuff. Like it's really important. And t- to your point, it, it, that's the community aspect of it. Right. Like what's the, what are we doing right. if we're not doing this? Right. Like, right. And that's what I love about doing the podcast is being able to have these and then share, share it with people. And I'll, I'll just leave it. This too, is that um, one thing, and, and it's kind of what you, like we talked about before the past, you are an every day person I'm an everyday human being myself and uh one thing also I hope to inspire and I know probably you hope to inspire is that if something's on your heart whether you feel like it's God putting it on your heart or the universe or whatever if it's if you're being 
if it's on your heart to do something, whether it's to start backpacking or skiing or whatever, mm-hmm. or start a company or start sharing something or start a podcast, um, life is just so short. Yes. And there's so much love out there and ex- and acceptance and and life's so short and um, we need, there's room for everyone. There's a million kid carriers, mm-hmm. but there's room for me. There's a million podcasts, but how much I've enjoyed this conversation with you and, and the community needs to hear your voice and needs mm-hmm. to hear us. Um, there's, there's room for everybody. So if, if, if someone's putting on your heart to start something or share something or um, is, is to do it. Yep. Because there are so many people out there ready to accept that and be inspired totally. by you um, and just to do it. Because I love it. You're, we're, we're this age once and we're this young once. And um, even though you hiked the PCT five years ago, um, your stories, like the one that you shared, have now touched me and are mm-hmm. going to touch so many other people. And I'm going to take what you said in business. I'm, I'm genuinely going to take what you said. And, and again, the ebbs and flows of the year, we're high in summer and then, you know, we're low in winter and to instead be scared of those winter, like, Oh my God, are we going to pay the bills? Mm -hmm. Um, plan for those and, and look forward to those for growth and for a little bit more rest, Yeah, you know? And so you're, you know, anyway, I love it. That's so perfect. What a great way to end it. Uh, this has been wonderful. Where? Okay, so Trail Magic. Yes. Carries on the front. If anyone's confused, they yes. go on the front, not yes. on the back. Yes. With, you can wear it with a backpack. Yeah, we have got them um, weight tested with 30 liter backpacks and above. Again, it could be a, a day hike backpack, but you just need the upper, um, the front loaders and um, and a waistband to help distribute the weight. Yep. Uh, and yeah, the, our kind of our, a lot of people use them with one year olds backpacking and stuff, but yep. an ideal age is for those little hikers to help their, in, you know, endurance, their little legs, increase their endurance and to help you just go, like you said, just a little bit further than yep. what you would without it. Yep. Um, and you could find me on trail magic, some T R A I L period M A G I K on Instagram. I do everything. I go a little nutty, but I do everything. So like you will get me. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm here for the community and I love this and I'm so honored to be here with you. So thanks, Emery. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm humbled and honored to have you on the show. Cause, um, yeah, I just love this stuff and I'll, I'll put links. Obviously everyone knows this, but I'll put links to to trail magic and the Instagrams awesome. and all those things. And you have in the to get a notes. discount code for anybody who wants a 10% off. Hey, <laughs> All right. Perfect. Yeah. Shoot me, shoot it to me. And you heard it, you heard it from her. So, uh, thank you so much. I will send people your way and, uh, man, we'll do this again. You're welcome okay. back on any time. Okay. Sounds good. All right. That is it for episode 152 with Katie from trail magic. Thank you so much for tuning in. To follow up on anything we mentioned in this episode, I have included links to all of it in the show notes, so be sure to check that out when you have a chance. If you want to save 10% on a carrier for you or someone you know, you can use code BYLAND for 10% off, and since Katie was kind enough to set me up with an affiliate account, 
If you use the link in the show notes to make that purchase, I'll get a little kickback at no cost to you. So it's a win-win and you're helping support the show. Speaking of, if you enjoyed the episode and any others or what I'm doing here with Byland and you want to help support me, here are a few ways that you can do that. First off, the easiest thing you can do is to leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast player you're listening to this episode on. Secondly, you can share it directly with a friend or mention it on social media. That's really great. And finally, if you want to take the extra step in supporting me and the show, you can donate to it through the link in the show notes where 100% of those donations will go right back into keeping things going here at Byland. The reality is producing a podcast does come at a cost. Adds up after a while. So if you want to help me up with a few bucks here and there, it would go a long way. I promise you that. For those that have already donated, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. Any of those options are a great way to help me out, and I sincerely appreciate all of them. Before you go, if you haven't introduced yourself yet, please do. I love hearing from everyone, and I respond to all emails, so please hit me up at emery at byland.co. That's it for me. If you're headed out on an adventure anytime soon, be safe, make great decisions, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 